0: Now, we know there are fears for potential blackouts this winter for many reasons due to energy supply issues. Could one way of preventing that be to reduce demand between the peak hours of 5 and 7 pm? Well, that's one proposal being put together by the energy regulator, amongst many others, in a consultation paper that's been issued in the past day, and they will announce the decision on what will happen in the next couple of weeks. So, what impact could it have on consumers out there? And also, will it actually do anything to reduce demand? Niall Farrell is an energy economist and senior research officer at the Economic and Social Research Institute. And Celine Clark is head of advocacy at Age Action. You're both very welcome to the last word. Niall, I mentioned briefly one of the proposals put out there by the, the Commission for Energy or Utilities Regulation. What else have they said?
1: Thank Ian, for the invite. Um, so just about what's actually been put together. Um, so uh, this is not... Generally related to the, I suppose, the most recent discussions about energy, it's, it's something that's sort of been brewing for a while. And essentially, what we have a situation is that um, we have a capacity market, which is just there to try and help us to get a certain amount of energy generating units ready to, to generate when we need them. And in recent years, we haven't procured the amount of capacity that we would have liked. And alongside that, we've got a lot more demand coming on stream, a lot of that coming from data centres. So we're sort of getting squeezed between a reduction in supply and increase in demand. And the proposals put together by the regulator are to try and maybe perhaps um, finance this uh, additional generation, the emergency generation that they bring on stream, that they increase uh, tariffs in order to finance that. And they have a number of ideas put in place to try and maybe finance that, but also alongside that to try and maybe guide consumption away from from peak periods. Now one thing I suppose to make clear is that a lot of these sort of uh, um, policies that they're putting in place to try and guide consumption is targeted at large energy users, so the likes of data centres. There's very little in the proposal in relation to domestic households. If you're on a smart meter, they are proposing perhaps tweaking those tariffs so that there's a greater incentive for you to switch away from your consumption in the period from 5 to 7.
0: I'll get onto to the issues for large energy users in just a moment. But for people out there, one of the proposals is that energy companies would be charged higher for peak time use. And obviously, they would have to pass that on to consumers. And peak time is 5 p.m. right about now to 7 o'clock when lots of people are coming in from work, putting on the dinner or having a shower – this is the last thing lots of consumers out there need, is to pay more, given the price increases we've already seen.
1: So, when we talk about the energy consumers, this uh, so the large energy consumers, it's essentially data centres or big industry who who would consume enough a lot of electricity. So, they're being instructed or being sort of trying to guide away from consuming during those periods. So, for example, as you say, at five to seven o'clock, uh, we all come home from work. We all want to put on the shower. We all, all want to cook our dinner. And at the same time, there's a lot of people still at work, so this sort of overlap creates that peak. And if you have consumption, it doesn't necessarily have to happen at that time. So that could be from maybe a data center that can lower its consumption at this period. Well, that takes a lot of the pressure off. So a lot of this, these uh, incentives are, are guided towards those consumers to try and get those consumers to, to switch their consumption.
0: Is this a failure to plan for the future? Obviously, the issues with supply and the cost of gas and energy, and so on, but we've talked in recent years about how we should have more generation capacity or bringing in extra generators.
1: Sure. So it's essentially, there's a few things going on, I suppose. Like One is that we have, as I said, the capacity market is there, and that's sort of the idea of that is that we have a competitive process, that we get enough generators on site that they're there ready and waiting to go when we need them. And over the last few years, they haven't really come on stream or we haven't procured the capacity that we we liked. And then even some capacity that we've procured hasn't, the the contracts have sort of fallen through. So that's sort of pressure on the supply side. But then at the same time, we have a lot more demand than we would have have had otherwise. And um, both of those factors have sort of come together to to create these issues.
0: For how long are the energy regulators talking about putting these measures in place for?
1: So I think the pressure is especially this winter and next winter. So while the costs are here to procure additional capacity and emergency generation, there's going to be a lead in time there in terms of getting that on stream and up and running. And that could mean that we perhaps, we might have it ready this winter to help us through. So we might be relying on maybe people to shift or firms especially, large energy consumers to shift their, their consumption and households as well if, 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 if that, that can be incentivized away from the peak periods, so that we can use the capacity we have uh, in a more efficient way or in a way that that, that, that meets, meets the demand. Um, so that would be for this winter and then perhaps next winter as well, but um, that's where it's particularly going to be, you know, tight.
0: Does this really change people's behaviour? Because, of course, if you say, well, don't use it as much between five and seven, people might turn around and say, well, we'll all wait together for seven to nine o'clock.
1: That's a very good point, And... It depends, like there's a lot of research on how how do you get people to, to shift their consumption and I suppose one thing that is in this proposal is maybe people are on smart meters to try and tweak those tariffs so that there's a greater incentive for people to, to maybe move away their consumption off the peak periods. But, you know, there's only so much consumption you can shift. Um, a lot of things have to happen at certain times um, and also the fact that, it's not as salient as maybe if you're buying a car or buying a house. That's a big investment. That's something that we all think about very carefully. Whether I'm going to turn on the light or whether I'm going to put on my washing at 7 o'clock or at 2 o'clock, I don't think as much about that. It's very difficult to get people to, to be to be more aware of, of, of these decisions. So... I think as part of this package, there's an information campaign, but whether that will be successful or not, you know, is, 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 a, is a very good question. I
0: want to bring in Celine Clark, Head of Advocacy at Age Action. This is going to cause a lot of fear for people, particularly people on pensions, people who are older, who don't have the money, who think the energy companies are going to put this cost onto me and I can't really change my behaviour. I need to put the heating on. I need to cook a meal for myself. <laughs>
2: Well, that's right. People are already minimising their energy consumption at the homes um, because they can't afford it. Um, and we can see that through the loss in the state pension uh, in terms of uh, spending power. We estimate, um, Age Action estimates that um, by t- December 2022, an individual may lose about €600 euro in spending power from their pension and a couple about 11. 11- €1,100 as well so people are already struggling they're losing the spending power of their state pension and really what we we really need to see here in terms of future planning is a sustainable solution for people who are locked into fossil fuels in particular and as part of Age Action's call for a comprehensive new national energy poverty strategy, we've proposed an energy guarantee for older persons as a cash payment indexed to the changing cost of energy so that older persons will be assured of a minimum quantity of energy to keep their homes warm And we're proposing that that quantity of energy and the payment be adjusted to take account of a dwelling type fuel source and the energy rating, because for many people who uh, older persons who live in older homes that are poorly insulated um, and in poor condition, They have low income, low savings, so the capacity for them to switch over to renewables is quite limited. And so they are going to necessarily be locked into fossil fuels and then at the mercy of increased energy costs. And there's no reason really why the cost of uh, a shift in tariffs should be passed on to the consumer at this point, given the record um, profits that energy companies have made over the last year or so. Um, There are a couple of solutions. One, don't pass it on and it could be absorbed. By the energy companies because definitely low income households cannot absorb any more energy costs. and the other thing is possibly a windfall tax that could go to the reform of the fuel allowance leading to an energy guarantee.
0: So mean, you know the proposals right now for the government in the budget are to increase the old age pension by I think it's fifteen euro a week. as As you know, that will have no meaningful impact because of course what's going to happen is this flat rate charge will go up to reflect the fact that users are going to be charged more for five to seven by much more than that.
2: Anything less than an increase in the state pension of €23 euro will be a political choice to cut the living standards of those in fixed incomes. It's not an economic necessity. We've seen that the, the tax and the PRSI receipts have soared by over €5 billion just halfway through 2022. There, the the pension and social welfare payments should be indexed. It shouldn't be a political discussion every year. What people who depend on social welfare are going to have in their pockets, the Following year, in order to be able for them to manage their own budgets and to have choice and control over what they do with their money. Definitely, measures like the fuel allowance and the household benefits package benefit those who get it, but the vast majority of persons um, who are on the state pension do not receive the fuel allowance. And that's why we're saying an energy guarantee is a solution for those people and it's a sustainable solution, particularly for those who are in the poorly insulated poorly energy-efficient homes locked into fossil fuels. So it's a way of realising the commitment to climate justice as well as addressing an urgent need in the cost of living. So, as I said, €23 and the state pension increases um, in the living alone allowance as well and the the non-contributory pension are an absolute necessity for those people who depend on them pension has been chasing the cost of living and inflation for a number of years the money is available to the state now is the time to take the the necessary step that will index the pension and 23 euro to be a franc is only going to keep people standing still at the moment it's not an additional payment or there's no uh, rise it only keeps people standing still.
0: Okay, Céline Clark, Head of Advocacy at Age Action Ireland and now Farrell from the ESRI. Thank you very much for joining us. Want to bring some of your comments on this issue. Charging more for electricity from 5 to 7pm will just increase costs for hard-pressed families who have no choice but to cook dinner at that time. Just in from work and school, what are we all supposed to do? Sit on our hands, starve and wait. Also bring in some more of your techs here. Apart from data centres, demand hasn't changed that much. We haven't built that many homes. Also, it's not great advertising encouraging people to buy electric cars. Bring some more of your comments in on this as well here now, just... Bring bring a couple. We were all told to change our house to electric. I built my house in 2016. Electric heat pump, electric ventilation, electric pumps for water, new environmental sewage treatment, electric. Now we are being punished for this. This is a this is a disgrace. That's from Ross in Galway. Another text says we are all freezing for the sake for sake for the sake of saving data centers. Send your comments in 087 Those proposals by the CRU they normally when they're changing these these issues take a number. Of months, it's just two weeks before the consultation period closes and the changes will be announced. And they will be in place, as you heard from Niall Farrell, for this winter and indeed into next winter until we find extra generation capacity. The last word with Matt Cooper.
2: Weekdays from 4